And who is this? Wait, oh, she can't hear us. <laughs> stay here, stay here. Don't leave. Hello. Hello, who who's this? Okay, I'd like to introduce you to Julian. Hello, he Julian. hates me right now because he was taking a nap. We oh, also, his curious. name, okay, so his name, his given name is Julian. However, we only call him Little Boy. Little and boy. then this is Danny, aka yeah, Danny. Daenerys Targaryen. Love it. I understood look that at reference. the camera, girl. Come on, you're just looking at your brother. There she is. Hello. <laughs> and then this is Drew, and he's going to be featured in uh, I Don't Need Your Love eventually. Awesome, exciting. <laughs> awesome. Yay. We love cats. Oh, he's so mad at me. He's so <laughs> mad. Hello, and welcome to On Cloud Nine, a Cloud Theatrics podcast. We are back. We've got so much today. We've got a special guest. We've got shows. We've got we've got all sorts. I'm really excited. We've got a podcast. We've got a podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Um, I, I'm, I'm in hyped. a new chair. Justin got a new chair. Look at this. Check this out. Uh, I love my chair. Also- Can you show show the camera your chair? I kind of just meant get out of it, but sure that works. <laughs> My chair's gonna do my podcast for me today. I'm back with my new special guest, Cher. <laughs> Sorry. And we're back. We're back. So, uh, yeah, today we have got the wonderful Emma Nossel on, um, uh, who's our, our special guest. Uh, she. Who was... Mark has seen in ads on his Facebook. Yeah, I, this was mad. I was on Facebook a while back. I was like, is that is that Emma? And then I watched like the whole episode, the whole like, uh, not episode, the whole commercial. And then the credits at the end, it was like featuring Emma Nossel. And I was like, I I know her. They have Uh, credits in ads? Maybe not, but (laughs) it was definitely her. Um, (laughs) And um, yeah, that's whack. Um, I might ask her about it later. Um, But yeah. It was damn well we're recording this after we already talked to her. So Emma was in, she's in our six uh, mini prod that we've been hyping up over the past few episodes. Um, And she is also, uh, she was in our cabaret uh, last year, back when we were good old digital dramatics. What a throwback. Remember digital dramatics? Gone but not forgotten. Two months ago. (laughs) Gone but not forgotten. (laughs) Gone but not forgotten. Um, So yeah, it's going to be awesome. She's Catherine Potter, right? She is Catherine Parr, yes. Uh, she Who is a queen. Well, it was. Was a real person, as Justin learned last week. Mm-hmm. Educating Justin Cochetta. I feel like I need to learn something new every podcast. I think that seems to be an on- ongoing theme. Well, uh, there it is again. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak to this now. You'll probably hear some planes in the background. Don't know how to deal with that. I'm so sorry. The fact but... that we're in a pandemic and there's people taking flights is an atrocity. No, they're like personal planes. We, I have a small airport near my house. People still shouldn't be flying. It's their, own, it's their own planes. It's like single passengers. It's not like there's multiple people. If they're so small, why are they so damn noisy? Because it's low because they're landing. Checks out. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yes, between that and the loud cars in my neighborhood, it's, it's, I, I apologize if it's noisy loud so loud 
Um, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out in the. I'll figure it out in the future. We will. Oh, hang on. Um, I think I think Emma's um Emma's in the waiting room. We should let her in. And today we have Emma Nussel. Welcome. Hello, Welcome, Emma. <laughs> With so <laughs> low energy. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you guys? Yeah, I'm doing well. I'm, I'm so excited well. to be on a podcast. It's exciting. <laughs> I love podcasts. <laughs> um, I hate podcasts. They're, they're despise them. Over my dead body, would I ever be on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so tell us more about yourself. What kind of stuff do you, do you tend to do? Okay, well, I am a performer. I work primarily in musical theater regionally. Oh, so I'm in San Diego. I guess I should do a little more about myself because <laughs> I literally didn't say anything about myself. So I am in San Diego, California, similarly to Beatrice, your last guest. Um, and I uh, have been working professionally in musical theater uh, since 2014, 2014. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I've kind of done musical theater stuff regionally throughout Southern California since then until, you know, we couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so I, I do a lot of theater. I have a day job where I work as a fundraising professional for a nonprofit. So that's kind of different. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, it's still in support of a theater, so it's okay. like still arts, nonprofit. <laughs> Mostly everything in my life revolves around arts in some form or another. But yeah, that's like my real person job where I have to like do data entry and write grants. And it's very exciting. Sounds it. <laughs> Sounds <Yeah>. exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, um, so... You've you've been with us now since Cabaret, right? Yeah. So what what yeah. was that like? Because I I wasn't in Cabaret until really the end. It was great, honestly. I heard about this opportunity. Well, I heard about um, R.I.P. Digital Dramatics um, from <laughs> Hannah Schill. So I went to college with Hannah, and she um, I lived with Hannah. She's one of my best friends, um, and she was in A.V.P.M as professor quirrell and um so i watched that because i love avpm and she's like oh i'm like the casting director now so like you should audition for this thing and i was like yeah i will totally audition for this thing and it was so fun like i didn't know six at all before um doing cabaret and now i'm like entrenched in six and i love mm. it so much Interesting. but yeah, I mean, it was it was a great experience, and it was so fun meeting like people from all over the world, and actually getting to like be creative again because I mm. hadn't been really at that point. So, yeah, really it's positive. Weird, it's weird that you hadn't heard of Six before because at this point, I can't think of Catherine Parr without associating it with you. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, no, I mean, like I'd heard of it, but I hadn't I hadn't listened to it. I'm like notoriously bad at learning new musical theater <laughs> like I'm years behind like I just listened to Mean Girls recently too and I was like oh this is cool <laughs> like been on Broadway for years now um so yeah I had never listened to it I hadn't seen it um so yeah it was it was cool finally learning about it and being like oh yeah now I get it <laughs> I yeah. get why everyone's into this right now Marcus but. showed me some stuff and 
You're you're so talented. Oh. <laughs> you're incredibly talented. Oh my gosh, thank you. I feel like an idiot recording this in my <laughs> in my living room. No. And like sometimes uh, my cats are like running around my feet and I'm still trying to be like Oh, will we get a know? cat review? Can we get a oh cat gosh, reveal on yeah. this podcast? I don't know where they are. I think they're sleeping, but I'll tell my boyfriend to bring them out at the end. Hell the yeah. Part of it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so what has it been like to work on six so far? It's been great. I it's been nice that we like have gotten the opportunity to <laughs> to extend our time together. Yeah. Because this group of um performers is also talented first of all but they're all just like very nice people and we are all from like different places pretty much like we all represent a different area um different experience and so I really enjoyed like that cast feeling that we've now developed because we've been working on this for months and months and months and like I'm not tired of it (laughs) it's great like it (laughs) it feels like a real a real traditional um musical theater experience I love that um yeah and it's also just like I don't know it's my favorite thing about it I feel like has been like it gives me something to look forward to every week because like how our schedule is based we like record a final draft every week now and we're just like getting the final things together and so like every Friday I look forward to like putting my costume on and doing my makeup like a real (laughs) show you know like it feels the same to me now which is is fun I like it a lot that's awesome you're also you're also one of the choreographers for that correct I am. So yes. what's that like being in the cast and also then being like, I'm the choreographer now, you know what I mean? <laughs> it was fun, actually. I'm glad I didn't have to, like, start the project doing that, like, being in it and also being like, hi, nice to meet you. I'm also going to do this for you. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes I'm weird with authority like that. But um, because we already had, like, a rapport with each other, um, it was easy for me to be like, okay, now we're going to try this. And like, now it's a situation where there's a bunch of different choreographers. So like, Mm -hmm. we're all kind of used to like adapting to each person's style. So it was a pretty easy transition. And plus, like, like I said, everyone is so talented and picks things up really fast and is very nice. So Mm -hmm. like, it was a very easy process. But yes, I did choreography for Heart of Stone. And half of I Don't Need Your Love, which we're also featuring my boyfriend Drew in. Oh, Will. special, special <laughs> yeah. guest appearance. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's he's so cool. very excited about it. <laughs> she said sarcastically. Um, he's also a performer too, though. But okay. Yeah. So it's not like he doesn't, he doesn't know what he's doing, but he, <laughs> yeah, he didn't volunteer mm-hmm. himself. Let's just say that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I'm super excited for six, which Mark, do you, do you have the release date? Cause I don't remember. No, um, but it <laughs> is coming out. I believe it's coming out sometime in April. Yeah. That um, sounds correct. Yeah. As far as I yeah, know. I'm, I'm super excited. I've had sneak peeks. I, I think it's going to be good. I like, here's the thing. We all see our like individual 
bits and we like have a general idea of like what it's supposed to look like or the concept behind it but we won't really know what it looks like until it comes out we we have a little channel in the in the server just for the editing team and hannah and because she's adamant about no one gets to see it until we have a watch party for it all together um so it's very tricky sort of not being like oh have a look at this have a look at that um but uh, it's gonna it's gonna be good I'm, i'm excited about it I trust you. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. No more dancing death eaters. <laughs> right, Mark? No more, no more dancing death eaters. That's behind us now. <laughs> um, so what, what kind of stuff, I mean, you, sort of, you told us about sort of like your, your day job, but um, like what do you generally do outside of like performing? Do you sort of have like, you know, hobbies and that kind of stuff? Honestly, I'm like really boring and most of the things I do are, <laughs> are like theater related okay. or they were. But I mean, I do a lot of yoga. <laughs> I play with my cats a lot. Um, I like reading. I love making playlists. These are just like random, normal people hobbies. Okay, now, now here's my question. So, well, you and Beatrice said you're adamant about yoga. Does we that love mean yoga. yoga is key to being a good musical theater performer? I think so. Honestly, it's not a scientific theory, but like, <laughs> I, I think that has something to do with it. It I keeps you grounded, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But also I like yoga because like as a dancer, like, I don't like, like, I don't like going to the gym to work out. Like I don't like lift weights. Like yoga is like a way to stay strong yet flexible as a dancer, but also like ground your mind. There are so many benefits. Yoga. I'm going to take up yoga. Mark, make me take up yoga. We'll take it up together. Both you and Beatrice have convinced me that I should take up yoga now. You should do it. I think it'd be great. We need to do like a company-wide uh, company yoga sessions. yoga session. Yes, I think that would be oh, awesome. That would be incredible. I'm done. I'm, I'm going to suggest it. Uh, company masterclass. Whoever, <laughs> yeah, uh, whoever runs the masterclasses, you better be listening to this podcast and you better do that for our company. That's yes, a direct shout out to... I don't even know who runs it. I think it's Anna. I think it's Anna. Oh, I know. Uh, you're yeah. probably Anna, yeah. <laughs> okay, so Anna, get on it. Um, <laughs> um, so I heard that you have a little musical theater college story for us. Oh, do I? <laughs> I hope they never listen to this podcast. I hope they, they probably do. won't. They already <laughs> know how I feel about it. Okay, so do you want like the whole story? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So (laughs) I went to, um, which is, you know, a school. So it's not like one of the big, like musical theater programs in the United States, but they have a BFA program. And like me being a senior in high school, not that great at musical theater, but like decent. I was like, I want to do musical theater. (laughs) Yay. But like, I didn't grow up doing youth theater I was a dancer so like I didn't know about musical theater college programs like everybody does you know Mm -hmm. and so I was like oh this one's close to home it's close to Disneyland and they have a BFA program that sounds fun I'm gonna do it and so I got into the school but you don't get into the program right you you like are accepted but you're a an incoming freshman that's like a hopeful for the MT program so 
the the process is wild so as a freshman you are taking like all of these classes to prepare you you don't actually take a musical theater class yet and then at the end of your freshman year they have what they're what are called juries i don't know if y'all have juries wherever you're from or go to school so it's like auditions at the end of every semester basically to keep you in the program or to get into the program right so at the end of my freshman year all all you have is like a vocal jury um and so I'm like okay I'm ready I can do this yep great so I like sing my you know 32 bar cut and make it through that jury I'm like great I get to actually take a musical theater class (laughs) great um and so sophomore year is like the year that you find out if you're going to be in the actual BFA program, which is your junior and senior years, like the bulk of the program. Mm-hmm. And so my first semester, I'm like doing well in class. And um, so at the end of that semester, you have a vocal jury again and an acting jury. So you have like a scene partner and you do a scene. Um, and so I like picked my uh, – my audition song, which like my professor told me was a good uh, fit for my voice. It was everything else from next to normal for reference. And they were like, this is a great fit for you. Like great type wise, you're going to be great. I'm like, thank you so much. Thank you. So we get to the vocal jury where you come into the room and it's like all of the uh, musical theater faculty and stuff like that. And I sing and I felt fine about it, you know, like I was like, I did what I did. It was great. And I did my scene and I felt like it did. It went well. And so then uh, (laughs) it's so dramatic. It is so dramatic. So then you go and pick up your your jury result forms in like a a manila folder. You have to like go to the production office and pick them up. Oh, wow. (laughs) And I went with my boyfriend who I'm like still with today. And we walk back to my dorm. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. All right, let's see. And I open it and I got cut from musical theater. (laughs) And this was like the day before my birthday. Oh no. (laughs) I know. And I was so upset. I got cut from musical theater, but they're like, oh, but we want to switch you to the acting track. And I'm like, I'm not a good enough actor to be on the acting track. I'm not like a straight play actor by any means. And I'm not knocking those people because I think they're uber talented. But like that wasn't my shtick, you know. But I was Mm. like, okay, I guess I'll do that. Okay, cool. (laughs) All my dreams are crushed. That's fine. So then fast forward. I still do the acting track for my second semester of sophomore year. Even though I'm like, this isn't for me. And then I get cut from that one too. (laughs) So by that point, <laughs> by that point, I'm like, well, am I allowed to curse on this podcast? Yes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with my life? <laughs> like, obviously, I'm not cut out for this because I couldn't even make it into either BFA program at this school. So long story short, I ended up um, being a general theater major so I got a BA in theater arts applied studies so like it was it ended up being okay because it was like a well-rounded education I guess but um and I minored in in English so that was fun but yeah so moral of the story is um I was very beaten down by my college experience because there was a lot of politics that went into who they chose for the BFA. And I ha- like all of my friends 
from my year were in the BFA. Like, I love them. I'm super happy for them that they got that experience. I have no, like, qualms with them. But, like, it's just a crazy – like, I don't like the idea of cutting aspiring performers from a college, like, program that they're paying for. And they're paying for the training. And, like, I really needed that training because I hadn't gotten it. So then I – kind of like what Beatrice said last week, I wasn't – I couldn't get cast in shows at school because they, you know, they prioritize the people in the BFA. So I just started working professionally outside of school. And like, that's how I got my practical experience because I didn't get it in school like I wanted to. (laughs) So like hindsight is 2020 about that. Um, But I guess, I guess what I've learned is like, yeah, if you can, if you can go to a college program and you're happy with your experience, like that's awesome. But like, ultimately it's not really about your college degree. (laughs) I've learned in this industry, like you can still succeed despite what people (laughs) at universities tell you. So (laughs) it was wild. It was wild. It's really good to hear though, that like even with such a shitty experience like that, you were still able to like, you knew that it's what you wanted and you just kept going. That's like, yeah. I know that's that, that going through that had to be hard for some people, but the fact that you pushed through is incredible. Oh, believe me, I was depressed. <laughs> I was depressed for a long time, but yeah, it was definitely like a growing experience for me. And I think it was something that I needed, you know, mm-hmm. to just grow up a little bit, you know, because when I got cut, I was. I don't know, um, 19, 20. Yeah. So I was like relatively young still, you know, still trying to figure my life out and I'm still trying to figure out my life, but I don't know. I felt like it overall, I wouldn't change how things happened because I feel like it was so cliche, but like, I really do feel like it made me the performer that I am and like, I don't know, gave me the drive that I have now. You see, so. that's one of my favorite cliches, though. Like, being pushed by something bad is always good. Like, yeah. even if you call it a cliche, that's just, that's good. Like, good for you. It's just what happens. Absolutely. It's just what you got to do sometimes. <laughs> and you get love for yourself now. Yeah. yeah. Mark's I guess so. Commercials <laughs> all over his Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been on my Facebook and then like I've you been see them too, Mark. I've oh my god, pop up and I'm like I know her. What? That is so funny. Right? Can I tell the backstory of this? Go for <laughs> yeah. it. So okay, so I just recently like most of the stuff I used to do was musical theater, and I just recently started doing like commercials for. Also, sorry if you can hear my dishwasher going. That's fine. You're good. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so I just started doing like commercials for social media and stuff like that. Um, And so I like booked this commercial for this natural deodorant, which was really fun to shoot. (laughs) But like now every other day, like people message me and they're like, you're on my Instagram talking about deodorant. (laughs) Like, oh my God. It's like so embarrassing. (laughs) And I also just did one that was um, for a a bidet. Do you guys know what a bidet is? wash yourself yep it's a toilet seat that sprays your butt (laughs) and i was in that and i also played a mom which is funny because i look like i'm i think that was the one i saw oh really oh my gosh (gasps) that's hilarious yeah it's really funny no yeah apparently that's what facebook wants me to say apparently (laughs) you should try it hey it's pretty fancy 
pretty Absolutely. cool. <laughs> That's hilarious, though. I love that you're seeing those ads and you don't even live in this country. Right. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I'm just looking through the notes we've got. Would you have? Yeah, doing the same um, thing. Would you have like? Just for anyone who might be watching or listening, what would your like top like audition tips be for like auditioning for shows, auditioning for the colleges, auditioning for different kinds oh of stuff? Oh my gosh! Auditioning for the company when open calls come around. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, auditioning. It's been so long since I've had to do an audition. <laughs> so let me rack my brain for this. Um, I mean, I think the number one thing that I've learned is to. This is so general, but like, just be prepared really prepared like practice uh -huh. beforehand make sure your sheet music is like put together in the right order and that it's in the right key i've had that problem where i think it's in the key of the soundtrack and it's not when i go in to do it oh, no. so like <laughs> if you can have someone play it before you sing it in the audition just to make sure that it's in a comfortable key yeah. that is important oh, that's um, terrifying it was horrible <laughs> <laughs> and it was like in a higher key not like a lower key which i probably could have been okay with like no mm -mm, mm -hmm. no it was just higher so i was like oh, head no. voicing everything <laughs> which was so embarrassing <laughs> but you know it's fine Although it'd be, I, I would say I think it would be more embarrassing than if you just went for the belt and then just totally missed it. Correct. Which, like, I've cracked in a few auditions before, too. So, like, you know, that happens, too. But I'm still the best of us. Yeah, it does. It really does. But when it, when it comes to, like, singing in front of people, I always, I, I have a lyric problem. Like, I'll have the lyrics oh down pat, and then I get in front of someone, I'll just not know the lyrics. Yes. <laughs> it's so, like, I hate that feeling when your mind just, like, goes blank. And it's just not there. And you're like, well, there's nothing I can do about this. It's fine. And you just, you're in the middle of the song, you just make sounds. Yeah. And then you just don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Luckily, I don't think that's ever happened to me in a show. I think it's happened in, like, an audition or, like, an open mic setting. But I can't imagine that happening during a show. Oh, my God. That would freak me out. <laughs> Yay. <Yes. 2> p.m. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i like about this company is for, we don't have to worry about lyrics yeah <laughs> oh my god music. Yeah. so true although i found that was one thing that i found was difficult more difficult than you expect lip syncing and making it look really? like 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 convinced you know what i mean like yeah. so i watch a lot of um i watch a lot of rupaul's drag race i love drag and they are all like very good lip syncers. They make it look very natural. I'm like, I should be able to do this. I'm a performer. And then I'll like watch the videos back and I'm like, it doesn't look like my lips are saying words. Like, you know what I mean? Like you have to like over enunciate your I, lips moving. With, with when, when I've like done lip syncing for just stuff in the past, I've always just, just sung along anyway. Yeah, that helps. The most, it looks most realistic if you're actually doing it. That's yeah, what I did for AVPM. I just yeah, I figured that out after a while. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's probably more convincing. I'd imagine. But yeah, insider tips about lip syncing. Right. Oh, the aspiring TikTokers out there. <laughs> yeah, if literally. You want to line up your videos? Just speak it or sing it out loud. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> Prime tips here with Emma Nossel. <laughs> you know, I've got a bunch of them. Except for tips, I'm not. I do not have tips about TikTok for anybody. 
because I'm not a TikToker. I have a TikTok, but I am not a TikToker. And I, I don't know much about it. I found you through my For You page. Like, you actually came up my really? For You page. Really? Yeah. <gasps> I don't know how that works, but I'm uh, impressed that it's Does anyone know how way. it works? Trust me, as someone who is an animate TikToker, none of us know how it works. I have no idea. Some things will come up on my For You page, and I'm like, why do you think I want to watch this? <laughs> I'm like, I'm not interested in this at all. What are you, what are you talking yeah. about? TikTok it's so weird world it's, i don't it's, get it <laughs> i i'm not a huge i mean i i post on tiktok sometimes but i'm I'm not a huge tiktoker either i'll, yeah. I'll open it and like after like maybe two weeks and like you know because i have friends that will send me tiktoks that they think i want to watch so i'll have like over a hundred missed messages <laughs> that like and i see it and i'm like oh i don't i don't want to look at this now so i'll leave it yeah. for another two weeks and then like it'll have doubled by the next week and I'm like ah I, yes I, it's too late now. Uh-huh. I remember one time Mark opened his phone to 69 uh, messages on TikTok and he was just like, no, I can't change this. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Left yeah. it. Too good. Too good to. Too to... perfect. Yeah, exactly. Too perfect. <laughs> That's so funny. So tell us more about your normal person day job. Okay. Yeah. It really is a normal person day job. It's very different. Um, okay. So I work for an organization called Moonlight Cultural Foundation in Vista, which is North County, San Diego. Um, And we support Moonlight Amphitheater, which is um, a theater that I've also worked at as an actor. Um, So that's kind of cool. But we are a nonprofit that basically raises money to support their operations. And we also have a youth theater program that we run which I've also taught for, I wear many hats at that job because there's only like three of us that work at this organization. It's very small. Um, So we kind of do it all. But yeah, I I recently got promoted. So my job duties have changed a lot, but I do lots of data entry. We do lots of like reaching out to donors to thank them for donating money to us. Okay. Always fun. the main thing I'm doing right now is I'm writing grant proposals, which is like asking foundations and corporations to give us money for projects. Okay. That's kind of intimidating. Yeah, yeah it is. It's very intimidating. <laughs> um, which like, like I said, I, I was an English minor and I like writing and I feel like I'm pretty good at writing, but like, it's scary. Like it all depends on how well and how concisely you can write basically like a research paper. You're like, here's our project. Here's what we're trying to accomplish and how this is going to help people and how it's going to like change the problem in our community. Mm-hmm. And you have to write that all like sometimes in just like two pages <laughs> and like prove it, you know, like, here's how we're going to prove it. Please give us $10,000. <laughs> and like, <laughs> it's so scary. And you can't really tell if like you're good at it because you have to wait so long to see if they'll actually give you money. And then even then, like, even if you wrote a good proposal, like sometimes they're just not giving money to that subject area. So it's like, I will never know if I'm good at my job, (laughs) which is really Mm -hmm. scary, but yeah, lots of writing. So if you don't like writing, don't be a grant writer. (laughs) Don't be, (laughs) don't do this job because it's just a lot of research and writing. But I can imagine yeah, but it's very different from all my artistic things. So it's like nice to kind of have like a balance of both because I like being able to use like the academic side of my brain also because I yeah. like that kind of stuff. Nice. Yeah. 
but it's so what fun. have you been doing besides that during your quarantine oh man well happy one year anniversary to everybody basically i think it's like the one year anniversary of like when we all thought we were just staying home from work for two and a half weeks (laughs) yeah so (laughs) wild um i mean it's kind of shifted throughout you know because we've kind of gone through different waves of things i i personally have been very like very antisocial as we should be you know like i haven't Mm -hmm. seen people i stayed home like i didn't for a while we weren't even going to the grocery store you know like we were doing that kind of thing so we've watched a lot of tv shows (laughs) we love binging tv shows (laughs) i finally watched through avatar the last airbender for the first time how was it it was amazing oh my gosh it's so worth it it's so good. But yeah, oh, that among other shows, we've watched a lot of TV. I've had to figure out ways to like stay active at home. So I've been doing a lot of, like I said, yoga, Pilates. Sometimes I run, but it's very infrequently because I don't really like running. <laughs> but sometimes we'll do it. So bike riding. We've done bike riding. We have like a bike trail right by our house. So like that's been a good way to get outside. Um but yeah, I mean, I've do- been doing a lot of, you know, cloud theatric stuff, reading books. I got really into like anti-racist work over the past year. So I have okay. like a little group that I meet with that we, we have like a book club and we talk about action items that we should be doing for the community and stuff like that. Oh, so yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you know, my life is just kind of all over the place all the time. <laughs> oh, and I also play D&D. That's like the main thing that has kept oh, me sane this year. I do have like a small oh. group of friends that plays D&D. Um, You're in the higher level of... Uh, I am, yeah. I now play with that. these people too. Yeah, we haven't played in a long time because of scheduling. You know, that's the worst. But yeah, so now I'm in two, mm, three different campaigns and that has been like really my only, you know, social encounters <laughs> with my friends because we like haven't hung out really. Um, but yeah, I love D and I'm a big nerd. It's, it's really so fun. much fun though. It's like, so I... fun. You hadn't played, right? No. The oh, it's is so my fun. first and it's so good. It's so much fun. Yeah. I wanna watch your guys' campaign. Cause I feel like you guys have played more than us, right? We did. We actually had a session. I had a solo catch up session earlier today. And then oh they, my gosh. Did, uh, they did um the uh, most of the group was together right before I came to film the podcast actually. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's yeah. so fun. Yeah, it's the best. And I like I tell all my actor friends because like when I heard about it, the way I got into D and D was um I started watching Critical Role. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Critical Role, but voice yeah, actors I playing D and D on YouTube, um or Twitch, and like. All of my friends who didn't know about D&D were like, isn't that like nerdy? Like, isn't it just like dumb and stupid and weird? <laughs> like, and then the way, like once I started playing it, the way I describe it to all my friends who are primarily actors or performers is like, it's the perfect game for performer types because you're like getting to put on a character, you know? And like, it's still like logic is still involved with like the actual gameplay, but it's like, the part for me that's cool is you're telling a story. You're just like making up a story on the spot together, which is like the coolest like, thing ever. 
it's like structured improv is how i would put it exactly and yes I, I love it it's so much fun see yeah i am not a dnd player but also i'm not an actor and i feel like it's too close to acting for me to enjoy it <laughs> I feel, I too feel stressful like the amount of times mark says i'm not an actor is going to slowly dwindle with this company because you know you're going to be forced into stuff just like that um workshop that you're forced the red line workshop was the first was of say- many blunders <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, aren't you cast in something, or did I make that up? Um, I am, but it's not been announced yet. <gasps> Secrets. Secrets. Oh, <laughs> Edit that out. Right. <laughs> no, it's okay. We gotta keep. We gotta keep everyone listening. Keep people on, on their toes. That's true. It's a they, nugget of knowledge. They need to know exactly. that we have secrets. That they yes, don't absolutely. get to We know love about. secrets. <laughs> we do love secrets. <laughs> yeah, D and D is so much fun. It really is. I, I can't wait to just play it. Yeah, I want like, to sit on your guys' campaign. Please do. It's going to be interesting because we've like had people drop out and stuff. So we're going to have to like so finagle sad. it. But it's kind of cool because, you know, when that happens, which it inevitably does for a lot of groups, you know, that's the fun of it. You can just like come up with a story point. And, like that's why that character is not involved anymore. You know, something crazy happened. But I think it's going to be weird when like my friends and I can play in person again. Because my local friends that play, we used to play in person and we have like a whole D&D table that has a TV inside that we like put the map on. And yeah, it's really cool. And we have like That's dice so trays cool. on the outside. What? Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> but we haven't gotten to do that because of quarantine and, you know, so we've just been playing online, which is still fun, still cool. Yeah. But it's going to be so weird to be in a room of people doing character accents again. <laughs> it's going to yeah. be weird being a room of people in general. Totally. I agree. Yeah, I'm like, I'm very anxious about most things. And um, I, I'm fully vaccinated now, luckily. I'm very thankful. But I'm like how do like how do I transition back into that like what is safe and what is not and like <laughs> I'm just gonna be really uber careful for a long time even though have that like Absolutely. extra layer of protection now but and yeah my, that's one of the worries oh, go ahead, Mark. no no go for you go for it just no I was gonna say besides being safe my worries is how am I a person outside of this this box like, I know. I don't know what I'm going to do with real Same. people. Or like when you have to wear like real pants on the bottom, you know, and you don't have to, you can't wear it. Like I'm wearing like slippers right now and like <laughs> actually having to wear clothes every day <laughs> and like get ready. You've got to make yourself look good from the waist up, but also yeah. from the waist down as well. <laughs> yeah, I've like definitely... I've definitely gotten used to the Zoom lifestyle for sure. Mm-hmm. And like Absolutely. my boyfriend oh, yeah. now works from home. So he's just like on Zoom all the time. So <laughs> it'll be interesting like for everybody transitioning back. I don't definitely. know how long that's going to take. but I think even even when um, when everything goes back to normal, people are still going to be cautious, which is why I think this company doing what we do will last a lot longer than just, you know, quarantine because For sure. people will right. still be anxious about going to theaters and yeah. going to see shows. Th- that's the thing, though. I'm doing, um, I have a class where the class is totally based on doing one research paper. And my research paper is actually on um, how COVID is going to like expand the theater world. And it's just virtual theater. What I've found out is it's just, it's accessible. For because, sure. like, if you think about it, theater itself isn't as accept- accessible as like this is, obviously. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, theater is expensive. A lot of people yeah. can't afford to go see theater. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I also the actual prices. Like, yes, exactly. And like, I also think like shameless plug for our company, but like, I think we have such a cool like capacity to reach so many people first of all but like connect so many like different actors you know what I mean like we have such a wealth of diversity available to us because we like have people from wherever they have internet access you know like anyone can do this from anywhere they live which is really cool and so I'm excited to like see who else we get involved absolutely yeah it's gonna be really cool well I don't have any more questions for today would you like to like plug yourself like what where can people find you sure um well i have a website www.emmanossel.com mark it on the screen <laughs> put it on screen it's on the screen and it's on the screen and, great um not very many uh like updates are happening there right now but like <laughs> you can still check it out um <laughs> you can also follow me at uh at Emma Nossel on Instagram and also on Twitter at Emma underscore knows K-N-O-W-S underscore all. You might want to write that out too because it's a long one. Emma knows all. <laughs> Emma awesome. knows all. Yeah, that Can I tell the joke behind that? So Absolutely. In high school, people used to make fun of my last name and they used to mispronounce it and they used to call me all kinds of things. And one of them was Nozel. And so I like made a joke out of it and made it Emma knows all to Hell be yeah. like, ha ha. <laughs> Reclaim, reclaim the jokes made about you. Correct. Yes. <laughs> Heck yeah. That's okay. A sports announcer used to uh, pronounce my name as Cochetti. Um, I don't know where because there's no I or Y in my name, but that <laughs> nope. one stuck pretty well throughout high school. Yes. Love it. Cochetti. It's not a hard name to pronounce, I feel like, but uh, I you never know. thought so. I'm 100% <laughs> calling you Cochetti from now on. I love it. <laughs> well, now thank you've you started so something. much for joining us. This is yeah, it was amazing. And hopefully we get to talk soon. Can't wait to see six. Yes, me too. Awesome. (laughs) Thanks. See you later. That was great. That was good. I love talking to these people, especially the ones that are so much more talented than me because it makes me feel special. I I got to speak to so many people. I got to speak to, you know, Beatrice. got to meet Emma. I got to talk to Justin Cochetti. I had a great time. It's wonderful. Ah, it's not going anywhere. Never. (laughs) Never, ever. I actually, um... Story, story about me, because I don't think we tell enough stories about ourselves. So story about me, um, in my high school, the, ma- the only real singing thing I did throughout the entirety of high school was I was in my high school's acapella group. We were called, never mind. It's a really bad me. name for an acapella group, never no, no, mind. No. <laughs> I just don't, I don't want to dox myself, because it will definitely, like, if I said the full name, it will give away where I went to high school. Don't want to do that. Okay. Um, but anyways, um, I was in uh, that, and... For I think our my junior senior year, which the last two years I was in the group, we our uniforms we got like baseball jerseys, um, mm-hmm. with like our little logo on it, and we got to put whatever name we wanted on the back. And I actually put Cochetti. Nice. My name just with the I, because it was a running gag at the time. Cochetti, love it. That's what I'm calling you out from now on. You're Justin Cochetti. Mm-hmm. But when I'm uh, in, I might change it from being Justin to Cochetti. What do you mean? You know where it says our names, like Mark and Justin? No, oh my God, don't do that. <laughs> I should absolutely be Cochetti. <laughs> no, you, you, do, you do Cochetti and I'll be...
I'm going to bleep that because you just said my father's full name. I said your full name before. What's the difference? I'm not my father. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Idiot. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not going to dox myself. I'm just going to dox my You're going to dox me and my family. <laughs> whole family. Yeah, nice one. Uh, fun fact, guys. I actually live in... <laughs> my postcode is... Come and visit me. Is that just going to be a full-on belief throughout the whole entire thing? That's brilliant. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Anyways, we actually do have something to talk about today. Something I'm really excited to talk about. Yeah. Then, then, yeah. then be my guest. Talk about it, Coachetti. Do you something like Cody? Coachetti. I thought you said Cody. Like, talk, about this, um, talk about the show. Just... The Red Line. It's been fully cast. Hi. At the time of this recording, the table read is next week. So... We can't really talk too much about on it. No, the table how it went. happened. It went so it went, went yeah, the table read went so well. It was uh, brilliant. Thank you to everyone who came. We uh, we had yeah, thank uh, you for all the people. We had a turnout of um like fifty people. <laughs> okay, Mark. No, we're we're gonna hype ourselves up and then we're gonna end up not getting a lot of people and we're gonna be super sad when we listen to this back. <laughs> no, but anyways, um, I'm 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 in it. I'm gonna be in the show. Justin Hashtag Justin Justin Redemption. Redemption. <laughs> buy your stickers, buy your merch before it's too late. Get it? Summer, you guys still haven't redeemed, got it trending on Twitter. Down. Get it trending on Twitter. No, that's just don't bring it up. It's just gonna hurt my feelings. You guys have hurt Justin's feelings. I'm visibly sobbing. I'm, visibly. I'm saying that for the <laughs> if you're watching if you're listening to the audio, I am visibly sobbing right now. Cue the sad music. Every time Hashtag Justin Redemption Art doesn't trend on Twitter. The Justin Cochetta die. Get Justin, get Justin's Redemption Art trending on Twitter. And save this poor boy from eternal song. I'm just a poor boy. Nobody loves him. That was a Bohemian Rhapsody reference for those of you uncultured swines. Justin, it becomes less funny when you say, That was a Bohemian Rhapsody reference. It can just be a running bit if people think that we don't like each other, but then we actually do like each other, you know what I mean? Yeah, but if every time after we do the bit, we explain that it's a bit, I don't think it holds up as well. Well, it's fine, because people people probably haven't watched this far into the, uh, to the episode. <laughs> <That's funny>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, think, I don't think that's something we should be saying. I'm joking, it's a joke. Hello, people who are still here. We love you in particular. Yes. Episode three just posted earlier today. That's pretty cool. It was. No, let's talk more about Redline. We really should discuss it. <laughs> yes. Written by the beautiful, beautiful, and amazing, talented Julia Witten, who will also be starring in the show. I mean, as herself, so it makes sense. But actually, we may have to cut that. Why? Because I don't know if it's being open that it's about her. Because she's Julia Witten's playing Jules, so it's like... No, because her full name is in the show. Oh, okay. I've read the script multiple times, and I still don't remember that, but okay. Anyways, um, yeah, great script. Oh, it was so beautiful, even from the start. Like, when it first came in as, like, the rough, rough draft it was to the writing team, because I'm the director of writing, I'm special. Um, <laughs> the script is 
was brilliant from the beginning. Like, it's so, I would, the way I described it to people is it's so poetic. Like, I cried, I think, every time I read it. And I'll probably cry trying to remember my lines because some of them are really, really just, they're beautifully written. Like, for all y'all division fans out there, like, there's many what is grief if not love persevering type lines in the show. And I'm really excited to be a part of it. Especially something, like, original, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I get to play, like, the first person. Like You get to be a part of the original cast of a show that has to do well that yeah it has so much potential like as long i feel like this show could be so big i'm not just saying that to hype it up it's really just so good it's so good it's also a show that works scarily well online online yeah like it 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 could work well online it could work well in person it's just very adaptable which is and the best part is it was the majority of it was written before this company was even a thing Mm-hmm. Like I'm pretty sure the story is that Jules wrote it throughout her college when she was in college. I don't think she's in college anymore. She's a teacher. No, she's not. Yeah. She wrote it. Sorry, excuse me. She wrote it throughout college, and now it's this beautiful, beautiful piece that I'm feel honored that I'm gonna be able to perform. Absolutely. And I'm sure the rest of the cast feels the same way. So yeah, um, if you were if you were at the table read, we hope you enjoyed it, and we hope that you buy uh, buy a ticket to watch the full show when it comes out eventually. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! You know what I was watching this morning, Mark? What were you watching this morning, Justin? I was watching the um the, that documentary for WandaVision that just came out. I haven't seen it yet. It was it was it's just it's incredible. Like you get to see how much true work. And it put into this, like, the massive... First of all, the show is amazing. And you get to see the work that was put in from everyone. The actors, the editors, the writers. It's just, it's insane. How long is it? It's like an hour long. Okay, I need to watch that at some point. Hell yeah. It's so good. But, like, it brings me to the point that something like that, you get to see all the work that go into it. Mm -hmm. Well, we're here also putting in a hell of a lot of work into these shows. Especially the Patreon stuff, like six. I mean, this podcast, we do quite, we sit here like every other week, record stuff mm-hmm. just for you guys. We put it all together. We edit it. Well, I sit there and tell Mark what to do while he edits it. Um, Checks out. <laughs> so I just really just want to say that thank you to the people who have subscribed to our Patreon. If you have not, I highly recommend checking it out. It's $3 okay. for the tier one. And then it'll be $6 for tier two releasing sometime in April. Uh, for accurate dates, check our Instagram. But behind the scenes and in front of the scenes, there's a lot of work going into these things. So many hours of meetings, rehearsals, recordings. It would so help us out if you help us out. That was a 100%. sentence, but it made sense. It um, would so yeah. help us out if you help <laughs> us out. If you help, yeah. But even if you don't want to subscribe to a monthly Patreon, there's things like we have a Ko-Fi if you just want to donate once, which I believe Ko-Fi donations are just $3 once on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, well, then you can also just get a month of our Patreon content. So just, just think about that. We have a Ko-Fi. We have our Redbubble merch, which is then you have a piece of us with you forever. Well, or until it gets worn down. 
And then you get another one. Then you get another one. Exactly. So go to our website, check out all of the options. Look, watch our past shows if you haven't seen them yet. If you're just joining our company now and you're like, oh, there's just two guys doing a podcast. What is this? Check us all out. We've done incredible work and it's only getting better. I agree. Because let's face it, we're a new company. Very new. We, we haven't even been alive for a year. Our, I mean, unless you're counting Cloud Theatric, it's been even less than that. I've been alive for a year. Oh, I'm talking about the company, Mark. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> Everything we... Th- and virtual theater is just such a new thing, too. Mm-hmm. So we're learning as we go. And everything we do is getting better and better and better. That's why I can't wait for you guys to see Six and Redline. Because, oh my god. The improvements we've made from our shows up to now is so incredible. Especially when it comes to, like, even with you, with editing, Mark. I've come a long way from Dancing Death Eaters. Hey, don't diss the Dancing Death you, You've brought this I'm, up twice now. I'm not Flash the Dancing Death Eaters on screen right now. I love how you're just making more work for yourself. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> no, but between the music, the editing, the performances alone are just getting better. And mm-hmm. we're only going to keep getting better. And the more you help us, the better our content can be. So, Love it. with that said, please go to www.cloudtheatrics.com. Once again, that is www.cloudtheatrics.com. Um, and that's all for me today, Mark. Do you have anything else to add to the people? No, Cachetti, I do not. Uh, okay. Anyways, hope everyone has a wonderful day, night, evening, wherever you are, wherever you're from, wherever you're listening to, whatever platform you're listening to this on have a wonderful day and i love you yeah i said it i said it not taking it back you know i love you too guys come on we will all love each other that did not sound sincere mark i love you guys so much like okay and that's a wrap bye everybody On Cloud9, a Cloud Theatrics podcast is produced in affiliation with Cloud Theatrics. However, not all of the views or values expressed within this podcast necessarily reflect the views or values of our company. This podcast stars Mark James and Justin Cachetta. It is edited by Mark James and Justin Cachetta and produced by Emily Foster. Thank you for listening. See you next time.